Living Proof with Chris Flickinger. And welcome to another episode of Living Proof with Chris Flickinger, where overcoming fears and beliefs through a strong mindset can and will be achieved. I'm Dan Morrow, and with me today is the man himself, Mr. Flickinger. How are you today, sir? I am doing well, Dan. It's been a... Uh, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been fun. It's this been crazy. 2020 it's been edition. Yes, it is the 2020 edition. You're supposed to have clear vision in 2020, but I think it's been anything but clear. I think we talked about that one of the we last did. episodes. Like, what, what were the? Um, it'd be interesting. And I've done this actually. I've gone to the goals that I set at the beginning of the year, right? And how I was looking at 2020. This was going to be the year. This is it. And all the things I was going to do, and. Yeah, uh, wrenches do get thrown into your plans. They do. I, I, I looked at it as, as mine as well, and, and I looked at it professionally, personally. I said, all the things that I wanted to do, uh, you, know, it, you don't want to use them as an excuse, but you know, this, uh, this major shift that was going on in, in, in the world um, has really put us in sort of a reset button. And mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw that with work. I saw that even I, 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 tongue-in-cheek said I, I think I put on a COVID-15. You know, or maybe COVID-19 wasn't for the actual, uh, you know, f- disease or flu. It was for the amount of the weight I put on along the way. You know, you got, got a little complacent, got a little stuck in. Very, watching, very complacent. Very you know, stuck. watching every move and, and seeing what was going on and, you know, being stuck at home. And you kind of got distracted there for a little bit. But here to say, uh, back on track. So, Are you? Second, second half of the year, we'll use that as the... You know, as a, as a new barometer as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so looking forward to uh, to better things and better times, and you know, looking for uh, looking to see things just uh, improve. And uh, I think we can have a conversation today in, in in looking at ways that or steps that we can do for for everybody out there listening. And you know, I think we're going with a little video today to to add to we're our. We're going to see. We're going to see how this works. Yeah. We're going to see how how it looks, how it sounds, if, if everyone likes it, if uh, they want to see more videos, and we'll just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I wanted to put together a little, actually I put together a little little program today that we can kind of walk through that is sort of, uh, you know, I, I think it would be beneficial for, for, for our listeners to, uh, you know, maybe um, give it a shot. I'm ready. All right. Well, I was wanted to talk about confidence. And when you look at what's going on in, in, in our country and our society today and yeah, look at where we are with unemployment, um, what's going on with, you know, how are we going to get back online with business? Where, will, will we be going virtual? Will we be going um, face-to-face, mask? I mean, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty, right? So with uncertainty and with this change, you know, we got to kind of figure out where we as individuals want to um, position ourselves. That's really important that you say that because... Bruce Lee said, and it's as simple as this, adapt and overcome with change. And it sounds easy enough, but for some people, it's, it's very hard. And you've seen it with restaurants. You know, there are some restaurants that said, okay, this is a new norm. We're going to adapt and overcome, and we're going to change things and... I'm going to have to let go of all my staff, but how can I still stay alive? Let's adapt and overcome. 
I'm going to do takeouts. Okay, this is going to require me. I might have to keep my kitchen staff now because I'm I'm actually busier than I ever was because I got to make all these orders now. I got tons of orders coming in. They're coming in through the internet. They're coming in through the phones, and now I'm doing curbside pickups. They're they're pulling up. I'm doing this. I can't be all over the place. I got to hire some more staff now because they got to run from the kitchen and here. And they're slowly building building it back. And and now as the new laws start to come, or uh, the new it, it um, the new advisories start to come, because I don't know if they're actually laws, but as as the new orders are coming, that we can have rest out, outdoor dining, and eventually do indoor dining. You know, the, the restaurants that decided to adapt and overcome survived. Right, many did not, because they couldn't do it. They didn't have the confidence. They didn't. You know, it, it, that was a very interesting dynamic to see as well, because I've seen some close up that won't open back up. Right. And I've, could you blame COVID? Could you blame the governor? Do you blame the president? Or did you just lose hope and faith and, and just not adapt and overcome? Because one of the things that people are seeing is, okay, I'm going to adapt and overcome. What do I do now? And they just didn't have the plan. Well, and if you think about it and you look at what, and the restaurants are a perfect example, and I feel bad for all these people. I mean, whether, whether they were adapting and overcoming or they couldn't make a, come up with a plan to put into action, you think about the impact that this has had on, on people. It's just, it's, it's heart-wrenching to see, and, and I feel for them. I mean, fortunately, we're in a position where, you know, we can, we've done things, I know you've done things, I've done things to be able to give back and, and help, and, you know, but when you look at it and you figure out how did this happen, we may never know. But how do I get out of this is what we're talking about today. Because that's the fact. No matter what cards you were dealt, you were dealt that card, right. play it out now. Right. And the thing is, if you think about it in terms of where you are today, and we were talking about you know confidence, and I actually wrote a definition down. I'm going to actually read that out. is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So if we think about that, you, if we want to break that down into you know, one's own abilities Could you read that qualities. one more time? Confidence. One of the definitions I, I looked up was a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. We're talking about change. Mm-hmm. So if you think about where we are today, so anybody out there, where are you at this exact moment in time? One step you can take is visualization, right? If you visualize, you can see where you are now. Where's the insight in mind? Right. What does your tomorrow look like? You know, how you, in order to build your confidence, you take those abilities, you take the hand that was dealt to you, and you visualize where you are. So if you're unemployed, you visualize being employed. And then if you're in the restaurant industry and your restaurant doesn't reopen, what did you contribute and what were your abilities? What was your talents? What were your skills? Were you a cook? Were you a waiter or a waitress? Were you a bartender? Were you a hostess? Were, you know, look at those types of skill sets it that you have. definitely became an amazing time to self-evaluate. Yes. And, and do a, a thorough inventory on all your skills and abilities. Yeah. And, and think about every individual out there. It's adapting into taking those abilities and saying, 
you know, if you were in, I don't know, health and wellness, you know, where everybody's anticipating and you're seeing the gym's going to open, then it's going to close, then you're going to have a, you know, boutique fitness and what does it look like? You know, what skill set do you have and what channel can you use to bring your talents to the forefront? So in that example, you can't have a brick and mortar. Maybe you have an online presence. Maybe you have a video where you said, we're going to have a shot today. And I'm looking at the camera. It's the first time I've ever done this with you. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe that's a venue for someone in that industry to take what they typically would do in a face-to-face -face and present it in a different channel. Exactly. We are, I know I make a living doing stuff in person, doing, doing personal, you know, not, not personal things, but, you know, just live events. You do speaking things. You do speaking events. How, how can you incorporate this? I, I always, always said, and it's cynical at, at, in a way, but I always said if we didn't have the Internet, would we have shut down? Because it would have been almost near, near impossible to run anything. You couldn't run schools. You, you couldn't run businesses. You couldn't. There's a lot that you could not do. That you just needed to be there. You needed to approve stuff. You needed what the internet gives us now to do. And we, I decided to do. I can't sing. I can't play. I'm playing now, mm -hmm. but at that time I couldn't. So I do this. I do the podcast. I do the podcast with you. Right. Now we're incorporating technology, and. You always say that the future is coming. The future is coming. It dropped in our lap and said, "We're here now. Embrace it. Do something with it." And it was, "How do you how do you embrace the technology?" And we're doing videos now. You know, it's just another way of still doing what we're doing. We just have to change it up a little. You know, a hundred years ago, you and me were still going back and forth to Philly. You know, from the South Jersey to Philly. But now people are starting to tell us, well, we can't use our horse and buggy anymore. How are we going to change things now? We have to adapt to this car, but I don't want to pay for a car. I don't want to spend this and have to pay for an insurance and have to pay for all the, all the troubles that a car causes me. I could just ride my horse. Well, the world changed so drastically that it became the new norm. No, you get a car. You adapt and you overcome. Right. And when you... When you talk about change, and that, and that seems like been the un underpin of what we started out mm -hmm. today with, uh, reminds me of uh, an old story um, about the um, the old dog. I don't know if you ever heard this one. It's been around for some time. Matter of fact, I jotted that down. That was from um, Les Brown uh, back in uh, 1994. He he was one of the guys that said this, and he's a motivational speaker, and he's done you know a, a lot of work over the years. But uh, here, I'll read this one to you. When we talk about change. There was a young man walking down the street and happened to see an old man sitting on a porch. Next to the old man was his dog. The dog was whining and whimpering. The young man asked the old man, what's wrong with your dog? The old man says, he's lying on a nail. The young man asks, if he's lying on a nail, why didn't he just get up? The old man replied, it's not hurting bad enough. So when you think about your situation, you want to ponder and consider what's going on, and you use that example of a horse and buggy. At some point... There was enough pain for the person to get up and say, it's hurting enough. I cannot get to my destination in a timely fashion. You know, it's quicker to get a car than it is to use a horse. Uh, you know, people need to be moved 
to a point where enough's enough, it hurts enough, now I'm going to do something about it. And if you think about it, you have two choices. You can moan and groan about what is going on, or you can take action and be proactive and take those abilities and those skills that you have. Instead of so, instead of sitting there with your head in the sand and wondering when something is something external is going to make the change, kind of rise internally and say, I have what it takes to make that change. And you go out and get it. So there are only two choices. And yeah, it goes positive or negative. And you can right. and we see a lot of negative in the world. So what positive change can you make with what you have? Yeah, or did, where you are. Did you do I, I guess if you're if you're coming against those crazy circumstances, those insurmountable circumstances, you know, where you, you say, you know, you're gonna we're gonna need a bigger boat. Do you just go get a bigger boat or do you let the shark eat you? It's, it's one of those things. Did, did you do everything you possibly could to save what you had? You know, if it was a restaurant or a business, did you do everything you possibly could, even knowing that you would have to adapt and change and do some things? In the end, did you, did you give up or did you do everything you possibly could? And I think for a lot of the businesses that didn't succeed through it or didn't come through didn't come through on the other side of, of COVID and everything else that, that just that 2020 brings um, they're going to have to ask themselves that and have a hard look at themselves and I'm going to assume that the people that didn't succeed didn't do everything they possibly could because some people are just totally succeeding and you know granted there are others that just their businesses were just at, it was location, location. You know, we have a great place in the middle of a city. We're going to open up there. You know, the shutdowns occur in the middle of a city. Riots and protests have been happening in the middle of a city. Circumst- there are those that are, that are going to be circumstantially screwed. And what do you do from there when you put your heart and soul into something and it's there's no getting back and it's none of, it's none of it's your fault because you did everything you possibly could and and then that's where you have to reinvent you have to take inventory again well, what else am i good at chris just everything you said you know can can i do this can i do that you know i can't sing okay what else can I do? Can I record? Can I do photography? Can I do videos? Can I do this? Do I know the internet? Do I know YouTube? Can I? Right. And you th- and you think you about think that. of all your assets. You do. You have to think about your assets. And you know, there's a lot of great um, presenters out there, and and quotes and motivational quotes. And you can and this look may them up. be an opportunity to do actually what you want to do. Right. Because maybe you love that business, but not as much as you love another passion. Right. And and I was what I was about to kind of express is you know when i when you when you go and you can google all this information we're talking about obviously but when you think about motivation and a lot of times you'll hear it's not about you know it's not about getting knocked down it's about getting knocked down and getting back up you know that's Mm -hmm. one of the quotes i think that's a rocky quote or sylvester stallone quote but the idea behind and that was like a fictitious character that had so much odds against them but figured out a way to win. 
And in life, we're hit with a lot of obstacles. You know, we're dealt with bad hands. It's easy, right? It's very, isn't it easy when things are going good to be right, to be happy, to be strong, to be confident when things are going it's great very in life? Easy. Very easy. But when things are going bad, and we see a lot of bad out there. It's that, very the, easy to take advantage and take for granted things that are going so good. Right. Because we've had it so good. And some people have never had something very traumatic happen to them, very devastating. So when you say something like uh, a COVID comes along with all the uncertainty and all the, the fear and concern, you know, what are you going to do about it is, 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 is where we are, what we're talking about today. Because the easy times, if we just turn on television, don't seem to be in front of us. We may be going through a difficult period. So now how do you aspire and be inspired to get through this potential phase of uncertainty, fear, and concern. Mm -hmm. I think the first thing you got to do is just really take a hard look at yourself and then start there. Right. You know, you get two people that take hard looks at themselves, hard looks at themselves, and start, they start there. What can I do to be better? What can I do to better myself, better my career, better my family? Your neighbor takes that. Their, their neighbor, it, it spreads. It, it, it eventually spreads. and But you have to start within yourself. And I think these shows are, are better when they're catered to, whereas you would do for, for a group of people. If we hired Chris Flickinger for a speaking engagement and you spoke, you speak to a group of people. But what I like about this is it can be more one-on-one. -on -one. There's, there's the person in that cubicle or for that matter, in bed still in the middle of the afternoon because they're just, they're lost now. What do I do? And I think the first thing they're doing is depending on someone to lend a hand to save them. And sometimes those people aren't there. You, you have to put out a flare. You got to put out emergency alert to let them know that you're in trouble, to let them know that you're hurting. Uh, we, we can't read minds. People can't, you know... Uh, expect and assume that that you're going through a hard time. You need to let them know, and you have to start making a, a making your own life raft. And like if you're on an island, like in Castaway, mm -hmm. you know he could shout all he wants, "Hey, save me, save me!" But at some point, he's got to take the initiative and build a boat and get out, get off that island. And start living again. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of risk, but you're at a point where you you don't have much to lose, right. and you could take those risks. And I, you know, I want us to help those those people that are just so distraught by this, and they don't know where to go to just start start with an inventory. What do you love to do? What what's your passions? What are you good at doing? You know, and you know what you're good at doing because people will tell you, oh, you're such a good listener. You're such a good, you have such a good way of giving advice. You know what? You got your phone, start a YouTube show right now. Start a YouTube channel. Start a podcast. Do a Q&A where let me help you. Let me, you know, help give you advice. You're a good athlete. You're good. You're good with numbers. You can be a good trainer online. You can be a good businessman. 
think out of the box. Right. And and believe in yourself. And believe in yourself. And the the other thing is is we talk a lot about self-improvement and adapting to change and reinventing yourself. You have to find your passion. You have to find your why. Mm-hmm. And if you came to me and said, Chris, what I need from you is I need for you to go on our next podcast and sing with me. I'm not good at singing. You don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing. I, can't, I, I do not know how to play an instrument. So that is not my passion. That is not my why. So when you think about what you're good at, and when you were saying take inventory, it's literally like we're sitting here right now and we're, we're doing this and you have pen and paper, I got pen and paper. You start writing down things, write down five things that you want to accomplish. Write down five things that you are good at. And then visualize what that means. So if you want to get a job or if you have a job and you want to maintain that position or move up, what will it take? And you write them down, and that's the planning that we talk about. And then behind each one of them, you will find why you, you know, find that why. And we, we talked about it previously. You know, ask, five, ask, ask why five times to get to the root cause or the root, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The source. Root source, the nucleus, the... To get to the, to get to the, you know, deep down, like I, I like to say, it's it's like an iceberg. The iceberg is what you see, the tip, mm. but the damage and everything that the Titanic had was below the surface. Like you got to dig deep, and when you if you look at a, an iceberg, you only see a little bit at the top if you're if you're in a boat, but the vast majority of the stuff is below the surface. Let's 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 peel some layers of the onion known as Chris Flickinger for a second. Because you were in a rare position where, um, a very fortunate position where you you still were able to maintain employment. You were still working. Correct. But had things fallen out for you, what would have been some of the top things that you would be assessing yourself about? What, 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 what would be some of your qualities in, when taking in inventory? Well, I spent the vast majority of my career in health and fitness and in finance. So the first thing I would have done is said, which direction would I want to um, go down? Now I work in the financial world during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this has become a hobby, a passion of mine. Working with you and working with my wife, who has a wellness center, and getting the message out to be a public speaker, to to be a little bit of a motiva- motivational speaker. So you know, I would have I would have jotted down where I came from and what I was good at, which was finance, then what is my passions that I wanted to start to do differently? Because now I have time on my side, right? If I was unemployed, the only thing I have is to do is spend time figuring out where I want to go. That would have been another step. And I did have the opportunity um, to take some time to to look at that. And you and I had taken a little hiatus. What do you think you would have been doing had every, everything fallen apart, you know, the financial everything crashed and it was even dire than we expected. And you know, there's <laughs> a lot of time in 2020. There's still time for that to happen. But <laughs> not that I'm saying it well. <laughs> but what, what would you have done? You know, saying you, you couldn't do your finances. You couldn't do anything financial. 
Nothing financial. And fitness is out of the question. Fitness is out of the question. Or is it? Or is it? What I would have done is uh, exactly what you were alluding to at the beginning of the show. Uh, Embrace the technology to get my voice, to be out there, to ask people, how can I help you? The more people that I'll be able to help with the with the knowledge that I had or have um, would have, I you know, this is hypothetical, so it's kind of hard to say what I would have done, but I would have tried to say, how many people can I help get out of a bad situation? If you lost your job, what are some steps that you need to take in order to get a job? What would you have to do with your finances at that moment in time? I would have just did a, you know, it would have been a grassroots effort. Just get in front like we're doing here. Get on Facebook, get on LinkedIn, get on YouTube, and get the word out there to say tomorrow can be still a better day. And eventually, maybe my own finances would have turned around because people would have said, that makes sense. And um, maybe I would have shifted in a, consult- a consulting position. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's e- again, it's easy for me to say, I don't know, because I was not put in that position. Right. When you're put in that position of, is do or die, then, then I could give you a better answer. Yeah, one of the things you did say is embrace technology. And there's, a, there's a, such a large generation of individuals that have embraced technology and are good at it, but still don't know how to use it as us older people would. You know, we, we say end, end, endlessly, you know, back in my day, you know, to find some, you, you don't know how good you have it, even with the technology, no matter how things, how bad things are, just having that technology alone is pretty good and really convenient in your life. Um, with that comes patience. We're, we're from a generation where every day, if we were expecting something important in the mail, Every day we'd be going to that mailbox, mailbox for a letter, just just for a letter right. that you guys take for granted in with a text. And with that came patience. And I think one of the things happening is is it could be another phenomena that we are seeing is people becoming more depressed because they're trying something and they're trying something new. But because of a lack of patience, they feel they're failing already. And what, what you don't understand is to start a business, to, to start anything, takes time. And if it's a good thing and people are saying it's a good thing, it'll take time, but it will build. Don't, don't give up. And I guess that's the most important thing, to just right. keep that confidence, to just not give up. And, you know... You fail your way to success, right? So you mm-hmm. had asked me, what would I have done if I could not go back into the financial world? Um, first, I would find, I, I would say to, I would say to you, the financial world would still exist. So I somehow, some way, I would have reinvented myself, and I had to do in the past with other corporations that I worked for uh, to be able to improve my skill set. So I'm down and out. So what's the first thing I got to do? What would I need to do to re-engage and get back in the financial community? What I need to get into the investment world? What I need to get in the banking world? What I need to get in the insurance world? What? Where is the? Where is the? You know, 
you know, it's kind of like when your kids watching TV, that little ball will bounce on top of it. Where's the ball bouncing towards? Mm. And then immerse myself into that because my whole life has been involved with helping people with their finances. So it may have been investments. I may have go down that path. It may you know? It may have been insurance. And when I look at how you know, it's easy now, Monday morning quarterback, to see where things are heading. There's a disconnect between the economy and the investment community. Mm-hmm. Money is flowing into the investment community. It's thriving while people are suffering. And you can see that anytime you turn on any of your major networks and still watch what's going on with their finances. So my, you know, being able to look at this now and say, what is it that we need to be doing? We need to be re- repositioning debt. If you have debt, restructure because interest rates are low. If you have never saved, start saving. If you have been collecting unemployment, don't spend all your unemployment in retail shopping. Tuck some of that away because the program ends. There may not be another one. There may be a different one. The idea behind this is coming up with ideas or coming up with ways that you can, you know, you want to you want to be able to live today, but you also have to have some things in place for tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So it's going back to the basics, mm-hmm. blocking and tackling, get improving your skill set, following where the learning how to handle your money learning how to handle your money but also following where the trends are going we know mm-hmm. we we can with some confidence say on this call as we speak today with with some confidence we talk about confidence and confidence in a different way other people's abilities too right it's not just my abilities it's no. your abilities no and that that's what you're saying which i right. which i really like you know okay the financial market everything crashes and collapses there's still going to be need a need for finances and there's still going to be a need for the financial, you know, community world. Yes. And you are still going to do finances. You just have to figure out a new way how to do it. Follow the trend. If you're a business owner, a restaurant owner, the restaurants are dead. How do you fix it? Well, we're going to do outdoor stuff. We're going to do this. I'm a singer. How do I do this? So many singers have been doing, probably making more money than ever, doing just live feeds off of Facebook and, and using Venmo and, and so, PayPal for, for, right. for money. So so think about this. We, we You touched on a couple things, and this is interesting. If you look at, and we said, the confidence that I have to improve my skill set, to learn new ways, to deliver the talents that I have within me and what I've been trained to do my entire life, just like you, right? Mm-hmm. So when you want to build that confidence, you want to build other people's confidence, you want to build for a better tomorrow – what are the three things, and and you know I could quiz you all after all afternoon here, but what are the three things, and I'll give them to you, that every individual out there listening and watching this program today need? There's only three things. There's very broad base, but let's think about this, and then we can break down each one if you want, if there's time permitting. First thing is psychologically. Think about, and you talked about this, mental health, emotional well-being. Right. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be in a bad place. I don't no. think. You know, I I think we're just human beings generally speaking, are they you want to be positive, you want to feel you want to have a good mental position, you want to have a good sense of well being, you want to have a good belief system. So there's that psych you know, there's your psychological piece. The next piece is your physical. Now, I don't mean physical that you have to go run a marathon or swim the English channel, but 
physically speaking, you want to wake up with less aches and pains tomorrow than you did today, right? So you're thinking about nutrition and my weight and, you know, we were joking around. I said, I think I put some weight on during the COVID, you know, all these mm -hmm. things, but your, your physical well-being, am I, you know, is my... Uh, is my heart rate where it's supposed to be? Is my cholesterol, you know, all these things. Do I have enough flexibility as you get older? Do I have enough strength? Do I have enough stamina? Do I have enough endurance? And then the last thing is financial, right? Those three things, uh, you know, it's if you drew a little triangle and you, and you drew little pictures of each one of them, you did a little money sign on one side mm -hmm. and you did a little, I don't know. A, well, think a physique, mind, body, mind, and financial security. Right. So when you, when you loop that into what we've been talking about today, isn't that what we're all looking for? Mm -hmm. And you could probably make a quadrant. You could probably make a square and, and focus on that square because you can go mind, body, soul, and finances. You could. You know, yeah. Um, if you work on all that as an individual, your mind is clear. It's like, well, where's family? Where would I put that in there? Well, if, if you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your body, that allows you to become the person that you are to take care of others. Mm-hmm. And you can give them uh, the, the emotional support that they need because your mind is solid. You give them the physical support they, they need because your body is solid. You, because just, just being there, being healthy, you know, you, you know, well, I don't need to be strong to pick up my fan, you know, to pick up my son if he's hurt or my mother or something. No, just, just to be alive and to maintain life. Right. You know, your family needs you and a good quality of life. You know, for those who have who have those religions, you know, you want to believe in your spirit and keep your spirit pure, and you know, to whoever you pray to, to whatever you believe, you know, so so that you're always doing the right thing, and you want to keep your finances solid, and and doing that, think of all the good that you can do doing that, not just for yourself but for others, and you can give, and you can you can help, you can. You know, just take the family out to dinner, and, and it's just a good feeling right. to not have to worry. And when you take care of all that, th there's ninety percent of your worries right there. You know, how how you doing today? Well, my back is hurting. I got I got bills. I got this. My back you know, hurts. I'm broke. I'm broke. I don't feel good. I feel like shit. I'm miserable. Yeah. Yep. This is eighty percent of. In ninety percent of your problems, right here, mm -hmm. everyone else's problems are everyone else's problems. <laughs> they're they're right. not yours. You let them become yours. Right. Closing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how, how are we going to close this? For well, you? Uh, it's we covered a lot of information, mm -hmm. and and I think we can close sort of where we started. You know, when you think about those three areas, and, and I was going to kind of wrap this up, but think about it this way. Here, here's a great mm -hmm. closing example. Take a part, you take yourself right now. You go, okay, how does my mental, physical, and financial all tie together? If you are worried, does that weigh on your psyche? Right? Does that mentally does that oh, get yeah. does that create stress? Create stress. It creates okay. acid. Okay. So now you create a stress. Mm -hmm. So you create stress. What are you gonna do? Some people will drink, some people will smoke, some people will eat. Probably not the best physical because you're stressed. So yeah. you're, you know, we, they say exercise. You worry yourself you, sick. You worry yourself sick, right? And then financially, you know, well, what were you stressed over in the first place? 
there, studies have shown that about 50% of the people in the United States do not have enough savings to pay for a $1,000 bill. So if your hot water heater goes, now you're stressing. So I would tie go it as far in. as to say is almost 100% of all your stress is going to be money-related. There you have it. Maybe that is. And maybe for some out there listening, that's not me. Then it's a different type of, you know, finance can be broken down to dollars and cents, and it could also be broken down to what I have or don't have. You know, wealthy people want to be wealthier, or wealthy people don't want to lose what they've accumulated. Yeah, if you say yeah. that I don't have a pro- I don't get stressed with, with money, right. you're, you're, you're lying. So when you think about it, yeah, if you don't have a That's not where balance, my stress is coming from, well, then you got some right. serious problems because there's you, so much that... Right, it's so it's we don't, it's not a disparage between what I have or what I don't have. It's where am I? Where do I want to go? How did I get here? Do I want to stay here? Like when you think about it in those terms, you know, a lot of people are acquiring and trying to strive to get somewhere. So they layer on. I'll I'll exercise tomorrow because I'm going to work today. I'm going to mm-hmm. build. I'm going to you know. So we're wrapping this up. But you know, I'm going to get there, get there, get there. Yeah, I finally get there. Now I'm going to enjoy my life. But along the way, you forgot about your mental and your physical and now what happened is you got there and you can't enjoy it some of us are lucky enough to be born into it you got it you inherit it you win it or whatever guess what happens to those people they don't want to lose it maybe no. they sit around too long worrying about what happens if it goes the other direction so it's creating a balance between those three that's the why balance. i said it's a pyramid that's what i was going to say create the balance and i think that's how we can end it i like it i like it very much Sounds good, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Flickinger. It went well. Another good show. As always, and a great day. We wrap it up. Find Chris on Instagram, Flickinger, Chris underscore Flickinger. And you can also give us a like on Facebook at Living Proof with Chris Flickinger. Uh, getting a lot of responses on Facebook. I, I see that you get a lot of likes and stuff. Yes. And we'll probably post this on Facebook, see how that goes. Uh, flickisproof at gmail.com that's the email where you can find us flickisproof and also don't forget you can find this show tell all your friends about it you can find the the uh, Living Proof with Chris Flickinger on Apple Google Spotify wherever podcasts are any last words my friend till next time I like it very good